Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook and Twitch and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane, Phil, Scott and Martin as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello everyone, welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club. Our intro kind of lied to you a little bit because if you're watching live now, you're only just going to see me and my good friend Martin. Hello. Shane and Phil aren't here today. Um, I heard they uh, met up and decided to take a trip together and they are away and just having a good time. They walked into the sunset there. uh, dangling their feet in the in the ocean and just having a talk and just getting to, getting really into each other uh, into each other's minds and souls. Um, <laughs> but there we go. I hope they're having a nice time. Um, but yeah, there we go. So it's just me and Martin today. But it's okay that it's just me and Martin today because we're very big fans of what we're talking about today, and that is Flashpoint, a massive DC event which kicked off the new Fifty Two. Uh, run and uh, personally, it was the first proper like event, including tie-ins that I read. Um, so it's got a bit of a, a nice little place in my heart. Um, let's see who's here first of all. Uh, I know you're there, guys. Get in the chat. I want to see you say hi. First of all, we got Steve. He said, "Evening, lads. Thank you, mate, for joining. He'll be doing well. Uh, he put a really cool post on his Instagram the other day uh, of the Absolute Edition of Flashpoint. Oh. Mate, yeah. it's nice. It's nice. I don't have the Absolute Edition. I don't have the 10th Anniversary Omnibus. All I have is the Flashpoint slipcase. But that's still nice. I like that. Oh, yeah. I was tempted nice. to get that myself. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's really hard to come by now. So if you want it, I'll uh, sell it to you for the low, low price of like 200 pounds. <laughs> deal deal i'm i've got deal? the 10th anniversary omnibus i, I, I know <laughs> i'm gonna get suckered into getting that absolute edition as well because yeah. i just it's just my flash collection just feels empty without that absolute yeah. i need i need uh yeah i need the omnibus i want it i want it um andy is here shane and phil clearly needed some time away to settle their do a powerbomb scrap last week yeah, ding, ding, ding. Am I right? Like, for anyone who's watching today and didn't see that last week, go ahead and watch that because, yeah, it, it got a bit scrappy. But it's fine. Uh, Sean Hogan's here, brand new viewer. I think he said, hi, Triple G sent me over. Just up. Thank you very much. Hope you're doing well. Hope you enjoy this. Let us know your thoughts on the show. Hopefully everyone in the chat can uh, let you know how we work when it comes to scoring, scoring the books and stuff. Lee's here. Howdy ho. Sorry I'm a bit late. That's fine. I'm glad you're here. And uh, Steve again is saying the absolute is worth worth it just for the art. Brilliant. He's doing that to me. You know what you're doing, Steve. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Um, <laughs> right. Let me finish off my introduction. Okay. Flashpoint. We're covering just issues one to five today. We're not covering the other fifty-six tie-in issues. Otherwise, we would have been here a while. Uh, the book's written by Jeff Johns. Art is done by Andy Kubert. Uh, Inkers, we had Sandra Hope and Jesse Delpagang. Uh, Colours, Alex Sinclair. And letters, Nick J. 
Napolitano. Nearly got it perfect. Just slipped up there. Napolitano. You've been practicing um, yeah. that. I have. I have. I remember right today I was I had the book and I was like, okay, where's where's the credits in there? I'm just reading it there. I'm going Nap Napo Napole Napolitano. So, You've got the accent on it as well. Napolitano, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do the hands as well. You've got to do the hands. Okay. Um do we want a synopsis? Do we want to do we want to know what this book's about? Yeah, yeah go for it. Find out. Okay, I'm reading it from the back. I'm not making it up myself. Barry Allen is a hero. He protects the innocents and battles evil as the Flash, the world's flashest man. Flashest man? The world's fastest man. But this is not the world he knew. This is a world where Wonder Woman and Aquaman have plunged millions into the darkness of war, where no human has ever wielded the Green Lantern's light, where Batman has as much blood on his hands as his enemies do, where no one has ever heard of Superman, where is the uh, where the fastest man alive is just another man. Powerless and alone, Barry Allen remembers reality as it once was. Now he must convince its strange, dangerous heroes, warped versions of the men and women he once fought alongside, to rally to his cause and set the world to rights. It will take time, but time is the one thing he doesn't have, because whether he succeeds or fails, the world will never be the same. Dun, dun, dun. That's one of those ones you literally just have to go, dun, 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 at the end. <laughs> yeah, Such a good um, synopsis. I know. It's- I know. Um, it is good, um, but it's also bad in a way. And we'll get into that in a sec. Um, but right, let me let me decide. Who do I choose from to help kick us off? Um, oh, uh, Martin, um, do you wanna do you wanna tell us what you think initially? Yeah. I love this. Um I have read this before and I, I didn't quite remember everything um from before, but obviously rereading it just brings it all back in a flash. Like we intended, yeah. but this was just a great story. Um, it reminds me of why I enjoy Barry Allen um, as a, as a character. It reminds me that he does make mistakes, and I think mm-hmm. this is a, something that helps ground him as as a character for me. Uh, enough. I love the twist on all the characters, which we will go into. I love all these twisted characters. I love the way this story was was formed. And to kick off DC's new 52, um, this was such a great way of doing it. Yeah. So for me, I I really enjoy it. It was definitely interesting. But like, just for everyone who maybe has read this but didn't know how we get to this point, Barry Allen, you know, uh, he canonically in the comics, he died when Crisis on Infinite Earths happened. So we've like so we've had decades of not having Barry Allen. Then Jeff Johns decides to write Flash Rebirth, not to be mistaken for the Rebirth run of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Flash Rebirth, and then that happens, and then we have a few trades where it's like or a few stories, whatever. Uh, the Road to Flashpoint, where that happens. So it's about two or three trades if you're looking at that, and then we kick right into Flashpoint. So we have about a year's worth of books a year's worth, maybe a year and a half or two, um, of uh, Barry Allen. And then he's become this massively pivotal uh, character to completely change the DC universe. And, uh, yeah, I, d- I just think that was interesting and cool and a really good nod to, like, the, you know, not he's not even the original Flash. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to end up going too much into this. Um, no, do it. Go for he's it. He's the most. Cause... He's the most popular Flash because Jay Garrick. He's the original Flash. But yeah, but 
Barry Allen, he's like, for me, yeah, like you, I've enjoyed him the most. He's my favorite Flash. Not because, like, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people say Wally's the best because Wally's the fastest. Yeah, great. I, I agree with that. He is the fastest. He is, you know, the better speedster, whatever. But I just really enjoy Barry's um, hope and his personality and, yeah. you know, his, like, uh, never-ending... Uh, unwavering uh, thing to never see the bad in people and always see the good in everything. And yeah, resonates with me a lot. So that's why he's a massive character in my life. And anyway, I'm really, ha- I'm really happy that he was the reason that it kicked off a new, kicked off the new 52. Hmm. And that, again, what you just got off back, what you said then, this whole story of Flashpoint, it really does touch upon some of the things that I really like about him. I love his backstory. I, I like the fact that, oh, I don't like it, but I, I like the way he's grounded, that his mum had obviously been killed yeah. and that his dad was in prison for the for the death of his mum, wrongly accused. It's a great foundation for a hero that he sort of, you know, dedicated his life to being a forensic, uh, on the forensics for, Peter, for the police. Yeah, You know, you can see he dedicated his life to try and get his father off. Um, the wrongly accused murder yeah. you know and it just it just it's that foundation that that will of barry to then be given powers and then given the option to change mm. what the wrong and then it just spiral off into a complete mess yeah it just it it's just something that just resonates with, like same with you resonates with me grounds him as a character and this is why barry's one of you know, he's my favorite flash yeah, no, he's really good. So let's get into this, into this, into the Flashpoint, the five issues. Mm. Um, this was my first time reading it, not involving the tie-ins. So this, the actual, you know, the actual Flashpoint book, the actual Flash, Flashpoint story comes in nearly like halfway through the tie-ins. Because you've got all of the, you know, they're called the Flashpoint uh, featuring, or like, you no, know, the world of Flashpoint featuring. And then you've got Wonder Woman, you've got Batman, you have, uh, there, there is another Flash one, Superman. The uh, yeah, they're involved. So, yeah, so I've got them here. We have uh, featuring Wonder Woman, Batman, The Flash, Superman, and Green Lantern. So, those, those, that's it. Those are all the stories. Um, there are some other ones, like if, if you are, loving the flashpoint universe or other things you can go and read which we'll talk about later as well um but yeah so reading just these five issues was weird yes because totally it's like agree. you know read a bunch then read issue one then read a couple more then read issue two then it keep it keeps doing that you, you never go in con- uh consecutively you know from one to two to three to four whatever so knowing Knowing what I know and knowing what I've read, it's jarring, and I can understand. You know, I've spoken to some people already, and they've said it's there's there's context needed. Um, not things aren't explained; things are just brushed past, things like that. So, I think Jeff Johns does a decent job at just slightly hinting at things. You know, slightly clearing things up. But um, I can also respect that people might find this a bit confusing and a bit jumpy. 
yeah, totally, I totally with you on that one because I think usually with an event book, you know, some people say the tie-ins don't really add much to it. The tie-ins, you know, are just throwaways. To be fair, I think with this whole Flashpoint world, the tie-ins, I wouldn't say they're crucial, but they do add a lot of substance to this yeah. world that I really like because now I've read it, I remember all these other little things. You know, mm-hmm. things with the resistance, things finding yeah. out more about Superman, things Lois about Lane. Lois Lane, yeah, yeah, and um, see, the resistance is Grifter, isn't it? There's more, there's more to do with yeah. Grifter, yeah. so it's quite a lot it's just of all these little, and they haven't explained much about the war, the Aquam, the uh, the Atlantis, and the Muscarian War. They haven't yeah. touched upon no. too much of that, and that's such a massive thing as well. Um, mm-hmm. before we go on. Uh, talking about that everyone in the chat if you've read along let us know how you've read it okay have you just read the flashpoint one to five or have you read the whole thing um and let us know you know if you've read it how did that affect your understanding of the flashpoint trade and if you haven't read everything around it how how do you feel about just reading those five okay let us know um so yeah so Go on. So, sorry. Also, I'd like to know: Is there anyone that has watched the animated movie uh, yeah. Justice League Flashpoint Paradox? Because that mm-hmm. does touch upon a lot of stuff, but also adds a bit that's not in this five-issue arc. So, yeah, we've seen what Scott said. If you've got any sort of input from different mediums that you've read it, or have you read more or less, you know, let us know. Let us know. Um, okay, we'll we'll pause it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about the art, okay? Oh, Andy Kubert, what a guy! Beautiful art, absolutely Consist- beautiful. Consistently great, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, yeah, and who did I say did the colours? Um, who did I say? Oh, uh, Alex and Claire, very good with the colours. Um, you know, a lot of it is in the night because it's all Batman related. We're in the back here. It's a lot of very moody, mm-hmm. but then when we have some dark scenes with a lot of color, everything pops. Thought it was brilliant. Yes. Um, and whoever as well was designing, uh, doing like panel placement, I think that was really good as well because there's a lot of thick black borders mm-hmm. around the pages, um, which you may be, you know, maybe thinking, oh, there's a, there's a lot of real estate just missing, you know, not being used, not being utilized. You could fit a lot more. But I think it really added a bit of, bit of, um, a bit of kick when you did have, you know, a full page splash screen, or when you see the page where Captain Thunder, this world's Shazam, um, that whole panel, it's half a page, but it's the whole page. There's no margin. So it makes those really impactful moments stand out a bit more. Yeah, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth with that one. Sorry. The yeah. the the, the, uh, the panel placement was really good with this. I, I didn't feel, I felt sometimes when the sort of, let's just say that the, the picture was uh, drawn out where everything was at a distance. I think some of the artwork was lost a little bit, mm. but where it stayed consistently at one place or closer, the artwork was just phenomenal. There wasn't like missed details at all. You know, I'm just flicking through like as we're talking, it's like, you know, even down to close-ups of Barry's mum, you can just see all the detailed wrinkles and stuff like yeah. that. There's, there's not yeah. anything that Andy's sort of missed off. And his two-page spreads are 
just mind blowing. Yeah, every single one of them are really, really good. Really great. Um, let's go through some of the comments quick, uh, mm-hmm. and then we will talk some more about about the pictures. So uh, yeah. Phil is here. He's in the chat. He says, "I yeah, get the feeling that Lois Lane and the Resistance played a bigger role in the overall story." Bill's only read the one to five. He hasn't read the tie-ins. So we kind of got that vibe that they are only, you know, there is more to those characters. And there is. Yeah. Um, Stee has said he's only read the first five issues, never read any of the tie-ins. Um, GP Venom's here. Hey, thanks for joining. Um, he says it definitely lacked context. So just the five issues. They mm. they hint and point to so many things. I don't know if that's like a marketing ploy where they go in. If we hint to all these things, then they'll just go and buy the traders to 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 fill it in, to fill in the gaps in their minds. I'd like to think that, but they don't drop any hints that you know they don't they don't say to you to find out more. Check out. There's no, there's no editor bits. Yeah, there's no little just little drops there to say go yeah. and purchase this book. Mm-hmm. Which no, is a shame. It is a shame. Um, Andy is saying couldn't reread it this week, but only ever read the main trade. I have watched the animated movie as well. One of the better ones. Yeah, it's a great movie. Really good movie. It's probably one of the only DC ones I've watched, to be fair. Because um, <gasps> I'm such a big fan of this. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll see what the how the film stands up. Um, Triple G's here. Hey, buddy. He says, hi, all. Read this back in 2011. Loved it. Read it a few months back. Uh, oh. It's on a high then. <laughs> so 12-year <laughs> difference. Can do a lot. Um, I think it really suffers from not having the tie-ins. The actual book, in absolute form, feels like it's not a complete story. I, I, I think that's that. we're, all, we're, all, we're all getting there. Mm. Um, and uh, two more. Highland G. I read this as uh, one to five first few times, and then in the John's Omni three recently. Uh, yes. I think he prefers it with some tie-ins, but he personally didn't really like the tie-ins themselves much outside of the Batman bit. Yeah, the, if, if you're not sort of into this sort of universe set, there's a lot of people that when I check reviews out back in the day, you know, most people are saying if you're going to read any of the times, just read the Batman one. Um, because someone was saying, don't worry about picking up the Omnibus. You could pick up mm. the Brian Azzarello Batman book and it's in there. So you can use Devs the Absolute and the Brian Azzarello Deluxe. But for me, as a Flash fan, I just feel as if this is a Flash story. I want everything in it yep so for me yeah. those those tie-ins are crucial to build in this world like you were saying earlier like yeah for this story the tie-ins are crucial i remember when king in black was coming out i never read any of that but phil was a huge fan and i remember him being very mad at the fact that he bought an issue of like namor and it was a king, king in black tie-in and it had nothing to do with king in black he was fuming. He was mad, really upset about it. Like, I've just spent, you know, three, four pounds, whatever it was, on the single mm-hmm. issue uh, because I want to get all of the, you know, the juicy bits, everything related to this event, and there's nothing. See, for me, like, a tie-in should be, if I want more from this mm-hmm. event, I should, you know, if I'm enjoying the event, I should want the tie-in. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go and buy the tie-ins and they're, rubbish it's for me that will put you off the event yeah i personally. agree i agree totally uh final one liam says i've only read this book but it's motivated me to read the complete story 
that's a very positive spin on a way to say uh, there's definitely stuff missing and I should go and read the rest. But no, I'm more surprised it was, it was positive from Lee as well. I know. It's quite, yeah. Because it's, it's not Phil's pick. That's, <laughs> that's all. Um, okay, so we've talked about the art. Uh, we loved it right now. Let's show you why we loved it. Uh, we've got our pick. So we've got a pick from Phil as well and um, a pick from Shane. And uh, we've a few of you have sent them in as well, so we'll show them off. And we've, we've got some variant covers as well if we need to show them as well. Um, Martin, we'll go with you first. Yeah. Here we go. Is it there? You got it? There it is. There it is. The reason I picked this page is because after Barry having the sort of makeshift experiment to recreate the event that turned him into the Flash, to see him back in the suit, having that full-page spread, you know, little caption, that's better, you know. Yeah. And he's obviously turned the reverse Flash suit into his own. So no, he didn't. Didn't he, he vibrate it? He vibrates no, it, doesn't he, he? He said he could have. He could have vibrated it, but then he says, but there's enough material and chemicals in here, in this cave, for me to go and make my own one from scratch. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So he did. He went and I'm made getting this. confused with the animated movie now, and I? That's the problem. Uh, come on. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you're right. He did. But then to see him back back in the full bread, Scarlet Speedster, ready to yeah. go. <clears throat> um, Great. Great page. I was going to pick this as like a little bonus page, um, apart from my page, but I'm glad you picked it because I wanted to talk about it anyway. Um, I'm really glad that they made the artistic decision to like not give the Flash like a new suit for this event, like an updated yes. suit. Like there's so much. Well, everything is new in this story. Everyone's changed. Everyone's got costume updates. Everyone's got, you know, we've even got new characters, um, stuff like that. So it's really nice that they decided to just have normal Barry Allen Flash, no new costume, give us something familiar and like comfortable, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just we have this kind of, you know, beacon in the darkness, you know, it's, it's our little safety blanket through this story. And we just have a classic, you know, red and yellow suit. No, flashy shiny extra bits pointing out anywhere just the classic suit. i think the only thing they've done to level this up a little bit without steering mm. too far away is the fact that on his forearms and his waist his lightning bolts about are lifted off the suit yeah i love the fact that that is just emphasized mm. off the suit and it generating the speed force around him connecting to the flash logo in his chest it just sort of, it just shows power for me. Yeah, it's great. He's very confident, isn't he, in that mm. stance? Um, <clears throat> right. I'm going to show Phil's page because I have to, like, talk about yours. I'll show, I've got to find Phil's writing. Then i got to talk about mine. Then i got to find Shane's writing. So, so we'll do it that way. Um, first of all, though, Phil's opinion on the art. He says, um, the art throughout was really cool. One of those books where the art is better than the story. We know where he's going. Uh, yeah. I was a fan, especially, and uh, you'll predict this, of the rainy and atmospheric pages. Of course he likes those pages. Um, the purple one, is it? 
No, no. Uh, but here is Phil's page. This is where uh, Barry Allen's sitting in the chair, covered in the chemicals, in in a bid to regain his powers from from a lightning storm. And uh, for anyone listening on the podcast, um, it's it's the page where the kind of rod is extending from the chair and it's kind of folding out and it's like become a lightning rod ready to receive um electricity so um he says as you can tell by my page pick you got the rain you got the lightning you've got barry allen looking all motivated to go through this pain as he believes it'll work and be worth it in the end thomas wayne just looking on dripping wet with his glowing red eyes this is very cool and very tense uh can't fault the art at all really it it had good detail. The faces were cool. It looked clean and did a good job of telling the story. That's positive. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. art is positive. I've read the rest. <laughs> oh. But we'll, we'll go through that a bit. Um, but yeah, this is a really cool page. Uh, very moody. And it, it's definitely like, um, you can, for me, it was like kind of, you've got some like epic music going on in the background. Is that kind of vibe, you know? It's like, see, yeah, I love the I love the design of Flashpoint Batman. And for me, mm -hmm. this particular page emphasizes one of the things I really like about it. It gives me Spawn vibes. I'm a big Spawn fan. I love okay. the look of how he looks like, you know, Spawn in the dark with the with the points on the cape, mm. the glowing eyes from the dark. It's brilliant. It's beautiful design. Yeah, it's lush. All right, next, we'll go for mine quick, and then we'll go for Shane's. Uh, here it is. Man, oh man, this is really cool. This is on the last issue where uh, Superman, or, you know, uh, what was it? What, what was the name of it? Something One? Project, not Project Superman, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was like S1, wasn't it? Well, I can't remember what the S meant. Um, but anyway, Subject. Superman, Subject One, that's the one. So Subject One is, um, you know, he flew away issues ago, and then all of a sudden in the very last fight, comes down and just absolutely obliterates uh is it enchantress yes or, yeah absolutely yeah. annihilates her but what i love about this page and i don't think i acknowledged it the last time i read this but it's just all those funky wavy little colors that kind of look like you know when you put like um oil in water and yes it kind of ripples out 100 it looks just like that and man that's such a good looking page really really like that and it does take into account the colours used mm. are like the same off his suit and the Enchantress's powers have just been swirled out. It just shows the impact yeah. he's yeah. made coming in that that's, that's the energy that's come off. It's, it is a stunning page. And just the speed and the force and it's just, yeah. Like, subject one is here. Boom. Mm. Yeah, massive. Um. Okay, Shane's pick. Here we go. It's a Wonder Woman one. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, he says, I've picked this page because it's stunning. The power and the fury Wonder Woman wields is gorgeously shown in this page. The artist portrays her strength and her booty so flawlessly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Elegant, I think. Like, elegant but fierce. That's, it's I think... It's That's very rare. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's rare to see her interrogating Steve Trevor like this as well. No, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a stunning page. If I remember, uh, you don't see if he uh, 
she kills him, doesn't he? After this page, it, she does it, actually it, take him it, out. Uh, it's insinuated. Yeah, it, it alludes to that, yeah. Mm. Which is um, again that just builds how menacing she actually is in this in this world. The fact that she will kill the man she loves from her the original universe. Mm, mm. You know that sets a precedence from this page on that she's not to be messed with. Yeah. Yeah, she is badass, and it's it's only you only really get this situation in these five issues that show how like strong she is, and you know how uh, how much authority she has. Mm-hmm. But read the rest. Like if, if like Liam Liam said, Liam has corrected me in the comments earlier as well. He said it's not that he felt like he was missing stuff; he just he just wanted more. So that's good, and. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Woman side of things is awesome. You know how that uh, how that expands with the whole Aquaman stuff. It's really cool, and the Batman stuff, mate, you'll love it. Liam loves Batman; he'll love that bit. Um, what Shane has said about the rest of the art, um, he says the art throughout this book is gorgeous. It was pretty much to the standard uh, pre New Fifty Two. Uh, Sorry, it was pretty much the standard pre-New 52 to have books, even non-big events, uh, to look like this. So he says 1989 to 2011 were, in my opinion, uh, and experienced uh, the greatest for quality art. Yeah, totally. Couldn't agree more. <clears throat> the artistic style definitely changed uh, when the New 52 kicked off. And I think now that I'm going back experience... Old mm. books pre New Fifty Two, you're starting to realise that you know it's definitely changed up, uh, mostly for the worse. Um, oh. Sadly, yeah, but not, not all of them are. Not all of them are. There are some great uh, artwork from some newer runs, but you do find that there's something about this era, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you as well, everyone, who sent us some pages. We're going to go through some of them now. So we've got one from uh, Steve. He sent this in from the final issue where uh, Thomas Wayne is stabbing Reverse Flash through the back with this massive sword. Uh, and he says his re- reason for this is, even though it's not Bruce, I'm not used to seeing Batman kill. And here he is, zero, zero Fs given, uh, stabbing Eobard in the back. So cold. Whilst this is a really cool page to look at, I have problems with it just Eobard Thorn just being disposed of so quickly. Yeah, and with a sword. Um, but then in a way, it just shows how much he took his eye off the ball. Yeah, he's focus so focused. Purely, yeah, yeah, to purely focus on Barry, he did not notice Batman stabbing him in the back with a sword, which was mm. quite poetic, really, Yeah, for the character. Yeah. Um, and it's but, a surprise as well, because you kind of expect it's going to be a flash versus reverse flash. You know, the it's going to be to the death between those two, but then it's just nope, you're dead. Like Batman killed you instead, and you know it. it it's not about Flash fighting Reverse Flash. It's about Flash restoring, you know, his old world, essentially. Exactly. So, yeah, and that's so. Batman's purpose throughout this whole book. As soon as he could realize that he could sacrifice his life to save his sons, that drove him through this entire book, and. You know, even to the point where we know, we know we say here is he's not scared to kill. That is true because he quite happily threw Yo-Yo off a building um, yeah. right yeah. at the start. But to do this point, this this has had meaning, this one, 
this was like he knew he had to remove him from the equation so Barry can save everybody. So it's, it's quite a good, yeah, quite a good pick. Very, very good motivation. He's like essentially he was just save my son. Mm. That's all it was, wasn't it? Um, speaking of Thomas Wayne, we're going to Kev's pick. Boom! Oh. Look at this. Um, all Kev has said, this is the thing that makes me laugh about Kev. He's an artist, a fantastically talented artist, but then when he sends him page picks, it's like, yeah, just look good. Um, but he says, here's my page pick. I thought it was a cool picture of Batman. That's what he said. And then he asks the question, did Thomas Wayne turn Gotham into Vegas? Looks um, like we have the Wayne. Well, that was, his, there. that was his thing, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. He ran casinos, didn't he? That, that was how he in this particular world, that's how he made his money, kept his money. Yeah. So it's, uh, I think that's what it doesn't allude to it too much here in this book, but I think from the times you'll find out a bit more, but again, Saint was keeps cropping up. Mm. I want the times. Yeah. We got a, we got a, I was gonna say, we got a great pun. We've got a pun that you can judge if it's good or not from Highland G. It says he killed reverse flash with the point of his sword. Oh. <laughs> so. Very on the nose. Everyone on works. the Let's go. <laughs> Is it good or not? Uh. Good pun, bad pun. Um, so that's pay, uh, that was Kev's pick. Final one then. Sorry, I've got to keep jumping across different accounts to get yeah, what yeah. people have sent me. Um, so we have this one then. This final one from uh, Andy. Send this in. This is the page. This is on issue, about halfway through issue two. Um, uh, Barry is really struggling with his memory, and things start to kind of start to split. Um, so he says, uh, "I'm always a sucker um, for a panel page when it's split into good and evil, or two different timelines, etc." Um, thought it was a nice touch to split with the lightning down the middle and the differences in his eyes to highlight the two sides. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Really good. It's the little details as well. It's, again, when they when he blows up these pages above mm-hmm. half a page, it's just every single one of them is so nice. Yeah. I do Definitely. love this, how it's emphasized on both sides. Yeah. With the wall, the splash, it's great. There's so much going on. Yeah. Really good. Really good. And it just kind of gives you a little teaser as well as what, what's involved in these tie-ins. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, just want to read the tie-ins. You should, but the reading order is wonky. I mean that. <laughs> it's not just read all of the featuring Wonder Woman issues. It's it doesn't. It's not like do this one, then this one, then this one, then this one. It's like right, okay, read like first one, read issue one with the reverse flash. Then it's like read issue four of this trade. Then issue two, but there. Then one and three, and it's like man, it's weird. But follow it. It works. Trust me. I haven't cracked it open, but I think the omnibus is mapped correctly. Yeah, good. I'm really glad for that because navigating through these trades, I had a bookmark in each of them uh, to remind me where to go next. Uh, man, it was it was a mission to make sure I was reading everything in the right way. But worth it in the end. 100%. 100% worth it. Loved it. Really did love this story as a whole with all the tie-ins. Um, and we'll get to uh scores later um i've go got on. a bonus page you do all right got one bonus page. On. okay here we go 
Uh, oh no, that's uh, uh, I've got okay. two bonus pages then. This two. is a good one. I've got two then. This this page is is, is fantastic because it's saying like because obviously I've watched the animated movie. You don't see this in the animated movie. They don't touch upon it, and mm. I think this is something that's really unique. The fact that we're seeing the amalgamation of the new fifty two. You know, you're seeing three new fifty two at the bottom left. You see Invertigo, and obviously I'm not sure what universe it is with Grifter and stuff in, um, but they're just and it moves across the page where Barry stops himself on the cosmic treadmill to then form the new 52 on the right where the artwork style changes and this is our, I'm assuming this is our first look at what these characters are going to look like moving forward which I just yeah. felt like was was a monumental moment a little tease yeah mm. it sets the sets the groundwork for where it's going it does and it's so cool um for me though as a DC brand new to kind of DC when I started reading all this, this kind of meant nothing to me. Oh, really? That page. Like, I understood what was going on, but those pictures of the, you know, the different groups and different costumes, not a clue. Didn't understand the relevance. I, I don't know what everyone looked like at the time. Um, now I get it, obviously, but I read this in 2020 when I when I bought that, that collection. Didn't have a clue. Meant nothing. So this whole thing was a big learning experience. But now, looking that at that again, mm -hmm. does that mean more to you now seeing that in respects of the bigger picture? A little bit. Again, still not really read that much DC. It's just I only read it when Phil says I have to read Batman for the nerdhood. And that's pretty much it. Um but that's it. Like I don't I don't really have much DC on my shelves. And if I do, it's pretty much Elseworld stuff. Like I had deceased. I've got my eye on Dark Knights of Steel. I want to get get those hardcovers, you know, things like that. I'm not really bothered about the main lines of stuff for DC, unless it's Flash. I've got enough. all of them. <laughs> so yeah. one more bonus page. Go on. I don't have it. If that's what you're getting at. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I will jump on it. Uh, there we go. Perfect. I had to pull this page mainly because. This is such an important part of the story. To see Barry return back after uh, experiencing Flashpoint and to have a note from Thomas Wayne to give to Bruce, to see Bruce actually sort of, you know, remove the mask and show his emotional side. Um, I think the only emotional side I've ever seen from Bruce is in Injustice, when Nightwing gets killed. So yeah. for me, in, in mainline sort of story to see this is, is a bit of an important moment for me. And at the end of this, when he sort of looks at Flash, and it's the page after this, but I thought this one was the more more important, mm. to turn around and say to Flash, you know, you're one hell of a messenger. Yeah. You know, it just gives importance to Flash. And, and this is why I feel Flash is probably one of the most powerfulest in the DC Universe, because Flash has got the power to completely destroy it and fix it. Yeah. No Damn. other superhero, including Superman, can do what Barry just did in Flashpoint. Yeah. You know, in five but issues, like, he ruined it and fixed it and created a new universe. And it's, there's always like this innocence with him as well. It's, it's not like he knows what he's doing. It's like, oh, crap, I messed up. I need to fix this. And then, he works as hard as he can to do it, and that's it. 
Hmm. It's just use the problem. You know, Barry Allen, I think, from what I've read, is quite that's what he does. He causes problems, and then he's like, oh crap, I gotta fix it now. And then yeah, he does. <laughs> but he's really good at doing it. He's really good at he's really good at making the problems and he's really good at fixing the problems. Um but yeah, that, I think that's part of the the lovable charm from him as well. Exactly. Couldn't agree more. That's why yeah. I like him. Okay, so can we delve a bit more into the writing and the story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think this this trade, if you just bought this, um correct me if it's in the om oh, it won't be in the omnibus. Correct me if it's in the absolute, because I have no idea. Um, it would have been really cool to just have a little bit of a catch-up. Like, you know, what like where do the tie-ins what happens in the tie-ins leading up to this book? You know, just give me a rundown. Like Donny Cates does it in his issues from for Thor and things like that. Um, there's a little recap. That's all that's all that would be good for this. Um, because you'd have a bit more of that context in your mind. Um, I've seen people do it before. And they have like a page or two full of like recapping with little pictures, you know, little tiny panels, little copies of panels from those books. Boom, 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 boom. And just go, so you can go, okay, cool. That's a character I need to know. I don't, like that's new to me. Like I, I know, oh, cool, that happened, great. And that would have done a, a lot better job of bringing that context to us and um, just helping us along. And understanding the story a bit more, because you and the need relevance of backstory. It. Yeah, yeah. You, you 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 don't. This is not a pick up and sort of read book. You you need no. some sort of knowledge prior to it. Same as what you said yeah. about the page before, where we said about it changes the new fifty two. When you first read this, you know, back in twenty twenty twenty, you say, yeah, twenty twenty. Head, you had no clue what that page meant. So you need some sort of substance beforehand to actually understand the, the relevance of this story. Yeah. And like, if you haven't read, um, if you hadn't read Flash Rebirth, you, you, that, I think that's important. Yeah. And I have, I haven't read the twenty twenty uh, the twenty ten series, Road to Rebirth. Road to Flash is that Road Flash Road to Flashpoint. Yeah. Is that important to this story? It's pretty good. No. Like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's like immensely important but it's cool to read it's a fun it's a fun thing like like two or three volumes i can't remember how many it is but it's 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 a good read but i wouldn't say it's like insanely crucial because you learn everything you need to know in flash rebirth you i think i think it's in there that you learn the reverse flash killed his mum to Mm -hmm. you know so yeah for reverse flash to exist Barry needed to have the accident. So Reverse Flash killed his mum. So he'd become and frame his dad in it. So he'd become a, a forensic scientist to be around those chemicals, to have the lightning, to then become the Flash, to create the speed force and use enough of the energy to have it carry on into the 25th century. So Eobard Thorne could take it, change it to the neg- negative speed force and be who he is. So. Um, I can't remember where I was going now. But I just <laughs> went on a big, a big dump then. But again, I, I I understand why this needs prior stories to get yeah. an understanding because mm. evidently this is the full stop to pre New Fifty Two. Mm. You know, the end of that era, because as we all know, New Number One's from New Fifty Two. Yeah, 
pick up and breed from fresh mm-hmm. number ones and you can carry on. So, yeah, you need some knowledge going into this. But I think if you're a Flash fan, you're able mm-hmm. to pick this up and read this with no issues. Um, if you're not that into the Flash, you, you need some more substance there before to, to have an idea of what what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we keep coming back to this, don't we? You need context is a big thing for this. Yeah. Um, I have some opinions on the write-ins from Phil and Shane. Do you want to? Should we? Touch yeah, on that? yeah, because we might better elaborate a bit more. Okay, cool. So uh, we'll go with Phil's first. He says the story just gets stuck in. Uh, I feel like we've missed a huge chunk that is uh, that has uh, occurred before it. Um, from some time. Uh, some sorry. From some tie-ins, maybe? Was there a prelude? I'm missing some context about why we are here. Okay? Hmm. So, yes. <laughs> Correct. You, you, There is context that you're missing, and um, totally, yeah, if you want it, it's there, essentially. Um, then he says, like most DC books for me, it brings in loads of characters, or at least different versions that I have genuinely no idea about. He says, Shade, The Outsider, Blackout, Element Girl, The Secret Seven, etc. Um, so I don't know much about these either. I don't know if they exist or not, or if they're like slight tweaks or whatever, apart from you know, Captain Thunder and stuff like that for being Shazam. I think they're tweaks. They're, they're tweaks to yeah. existing characters. But what I can tell you, uh the blackout, you know the one with like the black ski mask? Yep. It was had something to do with the outsider. Um Brand new character created by Jeff Johns for this story. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm hoping he has a bit more involvement in one of the tie-ins because if that was a new character, he was a bit yeah. underused. So, um, in the back of the trade, you know, when they got like the little character sketches and stuff, yeah, uh, they show those off. It says a little, there's a little paragraph down here. Blackout is a Jeff Johns creation. He wishes he could have uh, had more pages for in Flashpoint. This character's full potential will remain to be seen. Okay, so I'm, so I'm expecting a new 52 mm. arc with him in in some book. Um, but Phil's, Phil's on the same page as us by the sounds of it. There is yep. something missing. Um, for people that are not heavy DC fans, you need some extra context yeah. to be able to enjoy this more. Phil has written so much. Okay, I don't think we have time to like do all of it. Um, but I'll just do a little bit more. He says, Shazam clearly has a history with Wonder Woman, but what is it? I feel like I'm getting half a story here. Um, yes, again, you are. Um, but the the little thing that kind of alludes to it in this book is just the panel of his of Captain Thunder's close-up face with like the scars all over his face. And he mm. says, you know, Wonder Woman did this to me or whatever he said. But there's the hint there that there's been a, a fight between them, and she really hurt him. Yes, yeah, I was okay with that. I was okay with that because I felt mm-hmm. that was, even though it was very, very minor, it gave you a reason why he looked so bashed up. You know, mm-hmm. you know, this ain't my first running with Wonder Woman. Okay, let's put two and two together. Mm-hmm. As we always say, you know, up for interpretation. If there wasn't a tie-in, you know, yeah, yeah, you could easily put two and two together and go, okay, well, they better, you know, they better scrap before. Yeah, and yeah, but um, maybe it's just not clear to everyone, and that's fine. You know, a lot of people, like I've definitely done it before, where I've just whizzed through a book, and then we've had these chats, and they've gone, ah, oh, right, 
didn't break that up. My bad. And that's and that's yeah. that. I'm guilty um, for that one too. So there is one thing. This next thing, uh, Phil is wrong. Okay. <laughs> like okay. So he says, I he goes, I'm really confused. In issue one, he could run really fast, but then he couldn't in issue two. Then in issue one, he couldn't find his ring. Then in issue two, it just falls out of his pocket. Issue one, he can't run really fast. Um, I feel like Phil may be getting confused with the first few panels, uh, that kind of thing. Um, or maybe when he's running out of the police to go and meet up with someone and bumps into his mum, he's just running at normal speed. Um, the ring thing, yeah, it does just fall out of his pocket. But I'm just assuming it was just in his pocket, wasn't it? Like, you know, you see in issue one where he's not holding, he's like, oh, where's my ring? Where's my ring? And then mm-hmm. when he's in the back cave, it kind of like bounces out of his coat. I just assumed it was just in his coat pocket somewhere. Well, also, it's been he makes it very clear that Eobar Thorne put his suit in the suit in the ring. Yeah, to torment him. So That's obviously, true. it was it was in. And you got to remember that when when Barry went back and made all these changes to the timeline, mm-hmm. he also erased the fact that he was the Flash, and that when he first got yeah. his powers, he hadn't been connected to the speed force long enough to be at full strength and he does mm. sort of mention that at certain points i'm not fast enough i'm not powerful enough yet yeah. to get to the point of running back in time even to the point where we're in the final issue and flashpoint batman that's our flashpoint batman says to him about sort of you know running back mm. he still doubts himself that he's fast enough to be able to fix the problem yeah yeah so there is more from Phil. <laughs> there is more from Phil, but we're actually 10 minutes away from needing to end the show. So I'll go on to Shane's um, stuff. This show has gone in a flash, literally, pun intended, but um, it's gone so quick. So thanks for everyone as well joining in. Um, so Sh- Shane has said um, an event this big could have um, could have easily been confusing or overwhelming, but this did an amazing job of keeping your focus where it needed to be. Yes, there are tons of tie-ins that complement this event, but they aren't necessary to understand what is happening and why. A masterclass in storytelling and world-building in just five issues. So Shane acknowledges that there are tie-ins, but doesn't feel like you need them. But then everyone else has said that you do. So what are we missing? I haven't read all the tie-ins, so that's why I make the assumption that maybe some of them could be crucial. But yeah. for me, personally, from the ones I have read, I just felt as if it adds to the story because I mm. love this world. So, you know, to get more from it and to get something a bit more f- fleshed out is a win for me, which is rare when we said before, you know, like I said at the start, usually tie-ins are a bit of a disappointment. To actually want to read the tie-ins because I, I want more from this world. It's rare. It's yeah, it's a one-off. Mm. Definitely go and do it, guys. If this if this has piqued your interest at all, please do read the tie-ins. We've like I've read them. You've not. Partially, uh, you've read some. You've read some. Um, definitely do it. It's worth it. It's a bit of a long read. It's like five, it's sixty-one issues, all in total. So you've got the five issues of Flashpoint. You've got another fifty-six. Italians. The Omni's like Blackest Night. It's like it's like a big, the big one. It's like it's War of the Realms type War size. the Realms, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Highland G is saying I feel I don't feel like you need them. Most of the tie-ins are things happening in the Flashpoint world rather than focusing on Barry fixing the timeline. So it depends what you want out of it. 
if you just want right i want to see how flash reacts to all of this and sorts it out great this perfect that's all you need but if you are someone who's interested in learning about the flashpoint universe and wants more out of it and wants to understand what's going on in the background get into the tie-ins that's it see for for me like i like the one little thing that was nodded to in it was when how jordan mm -hmm. flew the plane and they made a point in saying that the missile is called the green arrow mm. from queen industry or, or queen industry i think he said it was or something like that yeah queen industries yeah i know that there is a tie-in for uh green arrow industries i yeah. want to read that because i want to know what green arrow is doing in this universe yeah because we didn't yeah. see him at all so no. it's those things it's like la it's layering the cake isn't it laying yeah. layering it to get more from this world yeah and um that's what i wanted to talk about as well just if you enjoy if you enjoy this and you want more read the tie-ins if you read the tie-ins and you want more read the tales from the dark multiverse they have a flashpoint thing there so like mm -hmm. a dark multiverse first version of what happens there if you enjoyed that and you want more there's now flashpoint beyond where it's nothing to do with flashpoint this book in particular the, the one that they've released so far follows thomas wayne and it's and it's awesome it's really good it's like a murder mystery type thing really cool um so yeah i think it's going to be and it's written by jeff johns and it's, it's going to be uh, it's potentially ever expanding and it's going to be really good we are now at that point in the show this has absolutely quick. flown by we can go for another Absol hour we could i i honestly think we could um but i gotta go to bed unfortunately <laughs> so um let's let's get on to our thoughts and scores then um everyone in the chat you know the score uh please give us your scores and we will um add, add them together get an average add them to ours and we will get the main score will it hit the top 10 what what do we need now to hit the top 10 8.1 or two higher? 8 .1? 8 .2. Uh, 8.3 8.3 uh is our lowest score on the top 10 which means to beat that so um I've got some scores uh, from other people who couldn't join it, uh, join today. But uh, Martin, do you want to kick us off and I'll find Shane's and Phil's? I'll keep it sweet, short and sweet, because you've got to tell their scores as well. So I love this story. I've not shied away from the fact that I'm a big Flash fan. I do acknowledge the fact that there are, there are issues with telling parts of the story from the issue because you need, you know, it's... I understand why people feel the way they do about this book because it does miss certain aspects. Mm. I get that. But for me, I just I it doesn't phase me, it doesn't bother me, it hasn't stopped me from thoroughly loving this story. Um it's not a massive scorer for me, uh, but I am gonna give it high. I'm looking at it through rose tinted glasses, I don't care. I'm giving this an eight point five because I love the flash. Eight point five. I love awesome. the flash. So Okay, nice. All right, so Phil's right. Strap in, everyone. Um, <laughs> Jesus, okay. I have to scroll for this message, okay? Um, overall, I feel a, feel a tad disappointed. I, I'd said this was Phil's, right? This is Phil's. Yeah, this is Phil. This overall, is Phil. I feel a tad disappointed. I didn't know what to expect, but the way people talk about this story and the fact that it has an omnibus, absolute editions, and they made a movie of it led me to think I would enjoy it. Hot take. 
For all the flaws the recent film had, I think the movie did this story better. Don't at me. In fact, the animated movie definitely did it best. I feel like if I read the big omnibus with all the tie-ins, I would imagine the war between Aquaman and Wonder Woman would mean more. I think the Resistance could be a cool storyline, maybe more of Lois Lane. I think the story is mixed up. I mean, the overarching story is the Flash stuff and the timeline, but we got more of the problems with the current world and the impending war with a sprinkle of Flash stuff. Scoring this is tough because I didn't hate it, but I certainly didn't love it. It's hard to know if I even had a good time whilst reading it. It's a floppy six from me. P.S. Wally West is the best Flash. He's done that to wind us up. It's fine. It's fine. You can have Um, your moment, Phil. So we go. Six out of ten from Phil. Uh, Shane's is a lot shorter, which is great. Um, Shane has said, this was the last time I was truly happy reading comics. As much as I love this book, I can't ignore what it what it brought with it and what it took from me. The art is phenomenal, the writing unmatched, and the overall scale of five-issue miniseries could cause it impressive. For me, this is a nine out of ten. So Shane Shane's got it higher than me. Yes, he did. Um wow. I'm also gonna keep mine short and sweet. Um because I've I feel like I've told a lot tonight. Um, you know, like like I said earlier, this has been this will always have a bit of a soft spot in my heart. Um, and my first reading of it was with, with the including all of the tie-ins. So I feel like as amazing as this story is, I can't give just this book, these five issues, the best score. You know what I mean? Because there there is stuff missing. It is making you maybe need or want to go to read these other tie-ins um it is it, it is very fantastic and i was all I will, I will always keep some sort of version of this story on my shelf um the art is brilliant i love i love what shane said earlier when it's between the the 80s and the 2010s and that kind of art style like it, it is a really good art style and it's fabulous the colors are amazing um and just you know there is little bits of emotional pulls in this with the you know Thomas Wayne sending the letter over, brilliant. Um, and just him only helping because it has this emotional tie to his son. And it's all because of Thomas Wayne and this got pushed forward, essentially. Um, but yes, but there's so much missing. And I want I want to read it all over again, the whole thing. Um, I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to give it a seven. Wow. Okay. Okay, right. Nearly there. Right. We've got some scores in the chat. Okay. Pete had a duck out, but he gave it a five out of ten. He hasn't said why, but give it a five. Okay. Kev couldn't join tonight, our resident artist. Kev, uh, he sent me a message. He wants to give it a seven point five. Didn't didn't fair enough. Uh so now this brings us to you, lovely bunch. Okay, so Highland G has said seven out of ten for me. Awesome, thank you. GP Venom, seven point five. Nice, great. Cool. Stee. 7.5 for me. Liam, 8 out of 10. Awesome. Uh, Andy, I think a story this big and a relaunch of the universe should have been more than five issues. Um, it's not a 61. Uh, this is just <laughs> a little bit of it. Um, uh, however, I did enjoy the ride, and Barry is the best Flash fill. Um, I will say 7.5 for me. Yes, Andy. You can you, you can stick around. Um, do you want to replace Phil? I mean, we can do that. Um <laughs> So, right. 
Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Here we go. Seven of you. Okay, just rejigging the math. So your average uh, out of all the scores from the herd tonight, we have a seven point one. Okay. okay, adding that onto Phil six, Shane's nine, my seven, Martin's eight point five. That brings us to a seven point five. That's okay. I'm, I'm happy with go. that. I think that's fair. So we will show you the top 10. It doesn't hit the top 10. We say top 10 now because we have so many joint scores. The top 10 leaderboard goes to five. Okay, so we, so fifth place on the top 10 is Daredevil, Born Again, and MMPR crossed with TMNT. Um, so if we go to the rest of the leaderboard, 7.5 is our only 7.5 that we've had this whole season. So that bumps, uh, that slots nicely into 10th place. Technically, top ten. I think that's fair. You think? Look at you. Look at the titles. Is sitting around like Once in Future, Batman TMNT, you know, Peter David's Supergirl, Thanos, Daredevil. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, definitely a worthy position. Mm, mm. I'm happy with that. Honestly, mm. it's good. Just for these five issues, if we read the whole lot, number one, yeah, hundred percent, ten out of tens all the way through. But, um. <laughs> Sorry, Phil's now piping up. Can anyone really replace me? Me? Um, there we go. But there we go. So that has been us talking about Flashpoint. I'm glad we made it, just me and Martin. Sometimes it's hard when there's less of us to talk about this, but this is such an amazing book. And we're both fans of The Flash. So yep. um, I don't know if you can tell. I've got tons of Flash stuff right there on the shelves. You can't um, see mine, but I've got little bits here. Oh, and I've got gosh. a whole loads of it over there as well. So brilliant so let's tell you what we got coming up on the on the channel for the rest of the week kev as usual has done a drawing for us it's awesome it's how to draw cyborg cyborg makes it is a pretty big character in this um in this in the flashpoint story so he went and drew cyborg uh that looks so cool that'll be out tomorrow um what is that thursday the 17th of august 7 p.m and uh, very recently, what was it, Monday, Shane released the quiz, his latest quiz. Um, so if you are uh, interested in that, see how we went on. Um, it was a good it was a good laugh, that one was. Uh, we always have good fun. So go ahead and watch that and see how you fare against the rest of us. Did you do better? Did you do worse? You, you can't do worse than me. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> spoiler? No. Yeah, a um, so uh, with all that out of the way, we should go ahead and show you what we've got coming up next week. It's Shane's pick. What did he choose? Here we go. There we go. So for everyone listening on the podcast, we are going to be talking about Power Girl, Power Trip from 2005. Uh, Shane's pick. It's going to be cool. Right. We need to clear something up with you quickly about this pick. Okay. If you want to read along, great. Okay. Buy the trade if you want. It's called Power Girl, Power Trip. Power Trip, yeah. But only read the first four issues, okay? Because this book only contains JLA classified 1 to 4, and then it goes on to Power Girl 1 to 12. We're not reading all 16 issues. We're reading that JLA classified 1 to 4. Power Trip is the latest reprint of the power this Power Girl series. Yeah. Obviously, it starts off with JSA classified. Mm. Which is originally, I think if Shane yeah. Shane might correct me, but it originally was the first trade. You only got those. 
before yeah. you moved on to the series. Yeah. But it is great. More Jeff Johns, Jimmy yeah. Pomiati, Amanda Connor, big names. You know, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to read this myself. I've got the trade. Shane's excited yeah. for it, even though he's not here. He I'm hyping it up for him. This is going to be a good book. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be really cool. So everyone, please join us next week. It's going to be a good one. going to be a good laugh. Uh, and hopefully the whole team will be back together talking about this. Um, yeah. But that's it. Only do the four, first four issues. Don't do any more. Stop then. Yeah. You can do more, but we won't score it. Okay. Um, but yeah, there we go. Thanks everyone for joining. It's been absolutely a blast. Uh, thank you for keeping us company through all this. Um, last thing to do. Mm. Gay waves up. See ya. Bye. Bye everyone. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs>